This is episode 212 of the BS Free podcast, also known as the final episode. So I'm not ending this podcast because I need to. I still have plenty of things I can do to learn, but I just don't want you to... When I don't post a lot of episodes, which happened a while... It's happened. I've had a few stretches where I've gone months without posting an episode. And I wanted to make sure I was very clear with you, the listener, I've had... I've had thousands of listens at this point, which is cool. That's nice. I mean, you know, dopamine and all that good stuff. Like, you know, who doesn't like to be liked? Who doesn't love to be loved? Who doesn't enjoy attention? And this has been a great experience for me because I record a podcast. I don't have any notes. I just pick up my phone and I start talking about what is on my heart. And so even though some of the episodes probably seem disjointed, they seem like they just carry on. They don't have a, a particular target or some of them are they completely missed the mark. Either way, I did 212, which for me is, the at this point, one of the greatest accomplishments of my life, besides where I am in my marriage and where I am with God and where I am with, uh, with other men, where I am with my progression in life. These are all things that I'm very excited about. And this podcast is one of the reasons. It, it was one of the things that helped me uh, force myself to learn, force myself to almost document because every single episode is about me every single episode is about something I learned every single episode was either me being angry and projecting or it was me being honest Uh, every episode was a beautiful on the spot life lesson over the last two years so I'm going to just remain very very proud of that and where I'll be going next what I'll be doing next is going to be a, a bit more principled. So I've been called, and I know I'm kind of just coming right through the door with that, but over the last few months, I've been called as a a leader of men. And I felt a pull. I felt a very strong pull to become a pinnacle, to become a an example. And... But in order for me to become that example, I need to transform. I need to continue growth, but I need to continue it in the way that I've been called. So I'm going to be creating a new podcast that has more production value, but has more thought towards it. Instead of just recording what's on my mind, I want to take some time, study with each episode. I want to perform some research and really get to the heart of what makes a strong man or a valorous, val- sorry, valiant, virtuous man, what actually makes him that. Because it's been on my heart for a while now to set the standard. Set the standard that almost every Christian man I've known was incapable of setting. Because every Christian man I've known, they they sinned, and that wasn't the issue. Their sins and their their faults and whatever evil that they had engaged in wasn't the issue. That was between them and God. What was the issue was how they twisted life, and they twisted what was okay. They twisted what the rules were in order to make room for their own sins, for, for their shortcomings. They never truly admitted, or they never stayed focused enough on their own 
relationship with God to realize that they were not setting the right example. They had become watered down. They had become lukewarm. And that was something that was going on in my head the other day. And get this, I did, I've, I went to church as a kid. And I, you know, I've studied the Bible. I've gone to Bible studies. I've considered myself a Christian, but I haven't really listened to a voice or listened to God or what, or even carried what God had to say for many, many years. And it's really just been impressed upon my heart over the last few months, and especially the last week. I was truly thinking, and and I kept on hearing uh, in Revelation. Uh, I don't have it in front of me right now. I'll probably pull it up on my phone, but I'm just going to wing it like I do everything. Revelation, I believe it's chapter 3, and there's a letter to the Laodiceans. They were a church that was a very wealthy church, but they'd become very comfortable. So they were considered, I'm sure by everybody around them, good Christians and, you know, very wealthy, very happy. Sort of like if you were to have a church in Cary, North Carolina, where I live, right? A nice, beautiful mega church. And, but what had happened is that they, over time, they slowly had this malaise creep in. And so while they still believed in God, while they still showed up and they sang their hymns, and while they still taught the same lessons and they read the same Bible verses, they'd become so lukewarm. And eventually it just became their religion, right? It was about them. It was about what they thought of God, not what God was. And so God says, you're neither hot or cold. And... I will vomit you from my mouth. And it was something that kept on just ringing in my head. Because as a kid, my parents used religion and Christianity. They weaponized it against me. They didn't use it as a way to understand God's love. They used it as a way to control me. And so, when they would tell me that... You know, they, my mom would always tell me that I was lukewarm, that I wasn't a good enough Christian. Um, I think that was one of the most damaging and hurtful things that she could say to me. Because I know at that point in time, I was going with what I knew. I was going with what I understood about what God was. Uh, here you have this, you know, this woman who's downing a bottle of wine every night. She's abusing her children mercilessly. And then she keeps on telling me that I'm lukewarm. And so, yeah, maybe she might have been right. But to a kid who was all alone, completely alone... For someone to say that to you, you can almost understand why I would reject Christianity. Why I would stop just barely short of rejecting God. Because I had been trained that no matter what I did, I would never be loved. I would never be good enough. Because the goalposts always move, no matter how great of a Christian I was or how many times I prayed or how kind I was to my siblings or to others or how much time I gave to the church, how many times I went to church, I was always lukewarm. And I realized it was a mind control device that my mother was using against me. And I kept on seeing this pop up with other adults in my life that were Christians, that they would effectively gaslight me, make me feel like I was a terrible Christian, no matter how hard I worked 
And in, in doing that, I cared so much about what people thought. Some, I cared so much about what other Christians thought about my relationship with God. And I forgot that I had a relationship with God this, <laughs> the whole time. Uh, so I feel a lot of anger about that. But I want to be able to lead others to actually set an example for what a Christian should be. Um, we all have our own feelings about what Christianity should be. Maybe it's the guy on the street corner and he's screaming and he's telling people that they're going to hell. Or maybe it's that same guy on the street corner, but he's telling everybody that Jesus loves them. And he's preaching on the street. Maybe it's the, the, the pastor who is extremely loud and slams stuff and screams fire and hell and brimstone. I mean, we all have our different ways. I think that what a true Christian man is, uh, is the, the fully idealized, the fully realized man, sorry. The fully realized man of God is a man that lives in the present, that walks with God, but a man that is truly honest with himself, a man that's truly honest with others. So by all accounts, the best Christian is a man that walks closer to God and is hated by other Christians. Because I say fuck, shit, and piss. And I know, I don't have to say I think, I know that this is not on God's list of priorities. And even to make the example that me saying fuck, shit, and piss is going to take people away from God is, uh, again... That's a human thing. That's something that people use as a, a form of projection. Now, other things, like you understand your relationship with God and your wife. Like for me, my two episodes ago was talking about marijuana, masturbation, uh, alcohol, all these things that we've slowly normalized in our lives. And... Sure, you can probably enjoy it. I'm sure I'll probably enjoy all of those things, with, with the exception of... Uh, I mean, the one thing I, I think is a no-go, for sure, is porn. I don't think in my marriage that there is a way that I can observe another woman uh, in her most intimate of times with either another woman herself or another man. I don't think there's a time I can do that that isn't directly disrespectful to my wife and the covenant that we are supposed to have together. Uh, I just don't see that happening. Marijuana, I just don't, I don't feel truly from my heart that it's a bad thing. I don't feel like alcohol is a bad thing. But what I do feel is that when it takes away from what you can give, when it takes away from your wisdom, when it takes away from your ability to be a better father or husband, when it takes away from your ability to be the fully realized version of yourself, a Christian man should be cut as fuck. I mean, he should be the sexiest guy on the fucking block. A Christian man should be, he should stand tall. He should have his shoulders back. A Christian man should be understanding. He should have passion in his heart and a fire in his belly. A Christian man is someone who strives for purity, strives for virtue. And these are the things that I need to master, but also that I'm willing to take people along on this journey with me to grow in it. So, kind of every there, uh, the, kind of everywhere with the episode, kind of all over the map, but... This is what I've been called to do. This is something that's very heavy on my heart. Uh, it's something that I've been 
Um, God's been sitting outside and chiseling on the door. And, and he's saying, I'm not coming in there after you, but eventually you're going to have to come out and make me stop. <laughs> but I'm excited about where it's going to go. This is something that's been on my heart. It's, I think it's it's been a pure revival for me because I'm not doing this because I give a shit about what Christians think. I don't give a shit about what my parents or my one parent remaining thinks. Uh, I don't. I truly don't think about them. I'm not doing this to impress Christian men. I'm not doing this to impress my wife. I'm not doing this to impress anybody. I'm doing this because I have this this calling. I have this very this very deep sense of responsibility. That's something that I need to take on right now to create good, strong Christian men. And that starts with me being one. So this has all been great. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Again, I'm not going to delete any of these episodes. I'm not going to wipe it from the face of the earth. I think this has all been a lot of great stuff. Um, I really appreciate you being on this journey. If you want to get information on what I'm doing next specifically, I'm not going to advertise it through BS Free Podcast. Uh, I want people to be able to find it organically. But if you are one of those really close friends of mine, really close listeners that have asked questions and have wanted earnest answers, then you can text me or try to call me. But this is, I have a text number. Uh, It is 919-999-8967. That's 919-999-8967. And this is a text number that I have that will, that you can send texts to. It doesn't push through to my phone. I usually check it every week or so. But if you'd like to get more information on what I'm doing uh, and where I'm going to be taking it from here, uh, I'd be more than happy to share it with you if that's a path that you'd like to go on. So, I'm coming up on 15 minutes. I am very grateful for you. Grateful for the thousands of listeners. Grateful for everything that we've been able to accomplish. I hope I've been able to help at least one person to reprogram their mind. To really look at the world in a different way. To not lose hope. I love you all.